on episode 314 of Nintendo Switchcraft. We've got the Nindy Showcase. It's here. Uh, don't expect the XBL SDK, but Konami Collection, Mutants, officially on their way to the Switch. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by M. Stefano Running. Get stuff. <laughs> I can't talk. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Well, the first indie showcase of the year, although it feels like we just had one. I could be wrong about that, but wasn't there one in January? It felt like they had showed something off in January. Maybe we just thought that they did because the... You know what? No, because we didn't get it direct until February. So shut up, Bill. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, the, the, the Nindies Showcase. This is where Nintendo shows off a bunch of select independent games from... Uh, independent publishers, and there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about in this one. And I'm I'm not going to go through every single announcement and uh, say something about everything. However, I will say stuff about the games that I was most excited to see. Uh, so we have to start at the end. We have to start at the end. There's really no other way to do it. Um, we have to go right back to the end and talk about this ridiculousness that was uh, given to us, and that is the cadence of Hyrule. Uh, cadence of Hyrule. Oh man, this is so great! I, I played Crypt of the Necro Dancer on Steam, and it's a really, really good game. It's fantastically fun, and if you haven't played uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, then you should probably pick it up. Uh, it came out for the Nintendo Switch a while back too. And I didn't play it on the Switch, but I did play it on Steam, and it's a really, really fun game. The The gist of the game, the way that the game plays, is that you are... How do I want to phrase this? You're basically doing like a roguelike dungeon where everything is kind of uh, randomized. And you go through the dungeon, and as you go through the dungeon, there's monsters for you to kill and doors for you to open, and your job... The dancing part is to do everything to the beat of the music, which is really, really cool and unique. And it's got pretty damn good music uh, as well. Um, Crypt of the Necro Dancer is a really great roguelike, and it's also a really fun rhythm game. And now they like they were showing it off. And the, my first thing was, oh, man, a sequel to Crypt of the Necro Dancer. That's awesome. I'm excited about that. And then. They like the music is going and going and like you started to hear these familiar tones to the music and you're like, wait a second, that sounds like Zelda music. And then they show Link and they show Zelda and the art just looks great. Uh, but but they called it Crypt of the Necro Dancer featuring the Legend of Zelda, the cadence of Hyrule. Um, I think maybe maybe we have uh, a winner for the longest possible title in a game ever maybe uh that's that's a lot of characters but i mean 
the art style is very heavily inspired by uh, a link to the past. And I, I'm very excited for this game. Uh, this is the number one thing that I was most excited about after watching uh, the, I almost called it a direct, but the, the Nindies showcase, but you know, that's not everything. You know, there's, a, there's some other stuff. Let's, we, we went all the way to the end. Now let's go all the way back to the beginning and let's talk about what they opened the show with, which was this really weird video of this guy pouring milk. I don't really get why they did that. It didn't make sense to me. As soon as I saw the coffee cup sitting on the desk in front of him, everybody knew what it was. And I know what they're trying to go for. I guess they're trying to go for some type of suspense like, ooh, is it going to be Cuphead? Because we already had heard rumors that Cuphead was coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, is it going to be Cuphead? Obviously it is. I mean, the cup was even the same shape as the cup that he had on his on his desk. And then he did this weird thing where he put, I mean, he gets out this plastic mask, which is if you, I don't know if this is common in other places, but when I was a kid, I had a transparent mask that I wore to Halloween because we didn't have money to get new Halloween costumes every year. So we had a box of Halloween crap that we would dig through. And uh, I remember more than one year grabbing this plastic mask that like had fake stubble on it and stuff. And it was a transparent mask so you could see your skin underneath, but it had a face painted on it. So this guy reached over and grabbed this weird mask with a woman's face on it and put it on. The mask was too small for him. And then he started pouring the milk and then sure enough cuphead and mugman jumped out of the out of the cup and they showed off that it was running on the switch and i i think that uh, cuphead is just a gorgeous game if you've never played it or heard of it uh it is a game where oh how do i want to phrase it um if you remember the the old days of i just screwed up my my zoom uh if you remember the old days of, well, nobody listening to this remembers these from when they originally came out, but the old Mickey Mouse cartoons like Steamboat Willie and things like that, they had a certain art style, a certain aesthetic to them. And Cuphead kind of mirrors that aesthetic in a way that is so charming that I just... I just want to play it so much. And I already own it. I have it on, on PC. It was gifted to me by a, uh, a Twitch viewer um, a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe a year ago. I can't remember. It's been a long time. And that game is super fun. It's really, really good. It's basically a side-scrolling run-and-gun game uh, with this ridiculously good uh, soundtrack that just sounds fantastic and looks fantastic and all of the art is really really great everything is hand drawn and you know on, on my pc and i assume on the xbox it ran at 60 frames per second which just looked beautiful i'm hoping that it also runs at that speed on the switch i i hope that they wouldn't launch a game that is all about the animation and the visual style at a less than optimal frame rate at least in my opinion, I don't think it would play nearly as good at 30 frames per second. Uh, that comes out on April 18th, so we are not going to have to wait very long 
uh, to find out. Now, what's very interesting is Larry Herb, who is at Major Nelson on Twitter. Uh, he's like, I think he's the head of Xbox. He tweeted out uh, a picture of uh, Cuphead is coming to your Nintendo Switch. And he said, and it will have Xbox Live support. Now, I clicked on the link and that took me to uh, like the Xbox uh, Wire page. And it was a bunch of stuff about other games that that are not decidedly not Cuphead. So when I looked at that, I was a little confused as to what exactly he was referring to when he said, and it will have Xbox Live support. Does that just mean trophy trophies? Or does that mean that you can then uh, use cross-platform to play online with another person uh, who is on an Xbox and I'm on a Switch and we're playing the game together? Because it, it does have you know, multiplayer, you, you can, it obviously has local multiplayer, but you know, maybe you can play online. I never tried playing online on my PC because I don't know why I just didn't, I, I don't even know if it had that for an option. Uh, but cup cuphead's coming to the switch and I, for one am really excited for it because that game, that game is just great. Uh, so if you don't have it, uh, for some other platform, then you definitely want to pick it out. Uh, also announced, uh, games like Stranger Stranger Things 3, the game, comes out uh, July 4th, which I think is right around the time when Stranger Things comes out for the uh, for Netflix. So uh, there's that. Uh, Red Lantern looked really, really cool. This is a game where you are in the, uh, in the Iditarod, and you are racing, uh, doing a dog sled race, basically. It looks... So cool. I love the art style. Uh, really, really pretty art style. They had this this cool thing where uh, a bear attacked in the in the middle of the uh, uh, of the race. And you know, it's just such a unique thing that we haven't, I don't think I've ever heard of a game that's about dog sledding, uh, which is which is pretty uh, awesome. So I'm looking forward uh, to the red lantern. I think that that's gonna be pretty rad. Um, what's the release date on this coming 2019? That's all that it says. It doesn't say exactly when, uh, then, uh, double fine, which are the people who made, uh, whatever that Jack black game is. And I know my buddy Bravd is going to be screaming at me for not remembering it. Brutal legend. Okay. There we go. I remembered it before he got to yell at me. Uh, they made brutal legend. They made a bunch of, uh, of other games. I think there was one that they made called the cave where you, uh, had to like solve puzzles and stuff and rad is this it's a 3d action roguelike and it's set in a post post apocalyptic world you play a teenager is the pro- pro- protagonist and you have to journey into the fallow which is this ever-changing procedurally generated wasteland that holds the secrets to the past and answers for the future uh, there's like toxins and you mutate your character because of those toxins. So you'll end up getting new, new abilities, but they are randomized, which I think is really, really cool. Uh, then there was a, a side scrolling, uh, beat up, like, uh, punching and slashing game called Katana zero, which I thought looked pretty rad, had like an eight slash 16 bit style to it, which I always, I always like, uh, nuclear throne 
is a roguelike with a top-down uh it's it's a it's a roguelike top-down shooter uh it's got 12 different playable characters it has seven seven main worlds and it has 30 ways to mutate your characters and more than 120 weapons that game is already out now so uh make sure that you go check that out if uh if you haven't already this next one i am very excited about and that is Super Crate Box. Now, if you have never heard of Super Crate Box, you are missing out. This game is fantastic. Uh, I got it for free on Steam for some reason. I don't even know why. Like, I just found it one day in my in my list of games, and I was like, what? I went looking to see if I had bought it at some point. I did not. I got it for free. And it's not even the kind of game where you get it for free and then you have to pay a bunch of money. I don't think it'll be free on the Nintendo Switch, uh, but it was free on Steam. And you play this little little, uh, little dude with a gun. And the basically the way that the game works is you've got a gun and you shoot enemies and the enemies come from the top and go down to the bottom. And then when they fall into the fire in the bottom... They come back out the top and now they're mad. I think about the original Mario Brothers, the way that game played where the turtles came. Whoa, I just hit my microphone. Uh, where the turtles came out of the pipes and then they would come down. And if you missed one and he got into the pipe on the bottom and ended up on the top, he was mad and more powerful and harder to kill and harder to, harder to deal with. It's the same kind of thing with these guys, except now you've got a gun. And when you kill enemies, they have a chance to drop a box. And if you go pick up that box, it gets rid of your old gun and gives you some new gun. And you don't know what kind of gun it is. I don't think off the top of my head. It's been a few years since I've played it. Uh, and your job is just to pick up as many boxes as you can. So you want to kill the enemies, get the boxes. And every time you pick up a box, your score goes up one. And you just keep going until you get killed. And you will get killed. It's a hard game, but it's also really, really fun. And it's that kind of game where the respawn is so fast that it's really hard to say, okay, I'm done. Because there's always that, I could go one more. Uh, it's, a, it's a great game. And this is going to be a day one purchase for me. Uh, it comes out uh, April. So it comes out next month. Uh, I'm very, very excited that that's coming to switch i hope that it has like online leaderboards and stuff uh so like i can see how i stack up against my friends in this game because it's just awesome uh they also announced ultra bugs ultra bugs super crate box nuclear throne all those are by the same uh developer which is called vlam beer arcade or, or or just vlam yeah vlam beer uh so i don't know anything about them uh, they showed off a really weird game called My Friend Pedro, where you're working for a crazy banana and you have like the uh, like Matrix abilities. It's a side-scrolling shooter. Uh, there's a really cool pinball-style game called Creature in the Well, which I thought looked pretty rad. And now another one that I was probably more most excited. For, so so it was Zelda. I was most excited for Zelda without a doubt. Uh, then the second was Cuphead. And then the third, I already bought because it's, I couldn't resist. And that's Blaster Master Zero Two. You go back to the launch of the Nintendo Switch, there was very slim pickings for what you could get on the Nintendo Switch. 
And um, one of the games that I don't know if it was a launch game or if it came out like the second week or something, but it was from Inti Creates and it was called Blaster Master Zero. And I adored that game. I had so much fun with it. Great, great game. Um, it's a little Metroidvania game and it's based on a Blaster Master, which was on the Nintendo Entertainment System. And you play Jason, who's this little tiny dude. And uh, you get in like this big uh, robotic mech tank thing and you can drive around in this 2D side scrolling thing. And basically you you traverse the world in 2D when you're in the tank. And then when there's a door too, uh, too small for the tank, you get out and you can uh, you get out of the tank and you can go in there. And now instead of a side scrolling game, it's a top down game. Uh, it's really, really fun. And if you've not uh, ever checked out Blaster Master Zero, I suggest you check it out. And then if you um, if you like that, then check out Blaster Master Zero too, because it's really good. And Inti Creates did, did a great job on that game. I think that they, I think that they nailed it. And I'm excited to play more of it. I already played probably an hour or so. Um, then we've got uh, Pine. Pine is this very cool looking game where it's a third person over the shoulder camera, almost looks like a RPG adventure game. Um, and we will talk about the rest in just a second. This next one, I don't actually know anything about it. I It must have like, I must have gotten distracted when this one was on the screen. So it's called Bloodroots. Uh, I don't know anything about it. It has a very, very cool art style. But again, I'm not sure what kind of game it is other than it says uh, that you're a character who's been left left for dead and you want to get revenge. And uh, it, basically, it seems like an, an, an action game. Uh, then there was Overland, which looks like this really cool... Um, kind of, oh, how do I want to phrase it? Kind of like a, uh, a narrative style game where you have to solve puzzles and go from one place to the next. Uh, then there's Darkwood, which is a, uh, where it's a survival horror game. It's top down. You've got like a gun and you have to like, like, I always like games that do this where, there's an area where you can't see if like there's shadows and you can't see into those shadows. If your character couldn't see into those shadows and it's, it's interesting to see a, a survival horror game take place from a top-down perspective. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, Neo cab is a really weird thing where you're a ride sharing driver and you have to solve some mystery and it almost seems like it just might be like a visual novel but i'm not really sure uh and then there was swim sanity which is this cool four-player game where you're swimming underwater and you can pick up guns and stuff it's a side-scrolling uh game and you have to fight things uh with your friends and it has classic dual stick analog controls uh as well as motion aiming uh and you can play both locally and online so those were the things that jumped out to me for the Nintendo, uh, ah, almost did it, almost called it a Nintendo Direct for the uh, Nindies Showcase. Uh, and I think that, 
I think that we've got some some fun stuff coming up ahead of us. Hey, Nintendo Switchcraft. In the last episode, you asked us which games that we think we're excited for from the Indie Showcase. I'm definitely going to have to go with Cadence of Hyrule. I think that game looks amazing, and I was a huge fan of Crypt of the Necrodancer. I think the rhythm-based gameplay, as far as attacking enemies and dodging, it's really fun, and I can't wait to see how Cadence of Hyrule approaches that if we're going to have like zone based gameplay or if it's all going to be like this somewhat open world where we're just walking around the trailer kind of had a lot of these like checkpoint locations so it looks like it looked which which looked really interesting to me i wonder if they're checkpoints or like save points uh and those boss monsters oh my gosh they look so intense i am so excited for cadence of viral and i can't wait to see it when it comes out this spring Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, listen. There were rumors a while ago, and I guess I, sh- I should have put this in the previous section, but there were rumors a while ago that we might be getting uh, Xbox Live stuff on Nintendo Switch, and it seems like we are. But, uh, you know, in the last section, I was talking about Cuphead and how uh, Microsoft or Larry Herb said that uh, and Cuphead is supports Xbox Live. Really don't know what that means, but I can tell you what it doesn't mean. Uh, at Russell Holly, uh, who uh, is um, uh, shoot 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 uh, the the managing editor of PlayStation, Nintendo, VR, AR, MR, and various other shiny things. Uh, and he works at Android Central, iMore, and Windows Central. Uh, they had, I guess they talked to somebody, uh, at GDC and they said, Microsoft has no plans for an Xbox live SDK for switch right now, but we should expect more games like cuphead, which were previously exclusive to Microsoft, uh, to come to switch with live enabled over the next year. So it seems like developers won't be able to make a game for the Switch that has Xbox Live stuff in it. But if it's coming from Microsoft over to the Switch, then it has a possibility of having that um, that Live stuff enabled in it, which I don't really know what that means. Uh, if they're just talking about, uh, not trophies, what, what the hell is it called on, on Microsoft? Uh, achievements. I don't care. I don't care about that stuff. I don't care about that stuff even a little. I'll tell you what I do care about. That is Konami's anniversary collection. 
I'm excited about this. Uh, it's not one game, but three. Uh, we've all known for quite some time that the virtual console is dead. But is it really? I mean, is it really? I don't think so. Because we still have access to a bunch of retro games. It's just not the same as it was before. Uh, we still have... We've had a collection after collection of cool old retro games coming to the Switch, both from Nintendo, from other publishers, and I, I, I kind of prefer this method to the virtual console myself because some, some developers update their games and make them better. Sega, I'm looking at you with Sega Ages and, and what they did with Fantasy Star. Um, Nintendo, giving us the ability to play these games online with people. Uh, that kind of stuff is not virtual console. That that kind of stuff is new. And I think that, that this is better. Uh, so why am I talking about this? Well, I kind of already said, uh, Konami has a collection which is coming. And it, the collection is actually three different collections. So let's start with the first one that's coming out on April 18th. And that is the Arcade Classics. So that, like I said, April 18th, it comes out for $20. It has eight games. Uh, that includes Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Nemesis, Vulcan Venture, uh, Life Force, Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin Bee. Now, if Twin Bee sounds familiar to you, it's because we already have a version of that. We have the NES version of Twin Bee on the NES uh, Nintendo Switch Online thing. Uh, so if you're a subscriber to Nintendo Switch Online, you can play the NES version of Twin Bee. Now you're going to be able to play the arcade version of Twin Bee if you get the Konami 50th Anniversary Arcade Classics Edition. Again, that comes with eight, eight games for 20 bucks. In addition to the games, it also has uh, extra stuff like uh, it's called a bonus book, and it has interviews, uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, as well as concept art and design documents which I thought was really good when SNK did their collection. They had a bunch of old stuff, like old advertisements for the game that you could kind of scroll through. Like, it's a little museum. Uh, this is digital only, by the way. They're not making a version of this for physical form, at least not yet. Um, the other two collections, because remember I said that they're two, we don't have release dates for them yet, but it says early summer. So my guess is that we're going to get both of them in early summer, probably on the same day. And these are the ones that are probably going to get the most people excited. Uh, that is the Castlevania collection. Uh, that comes along. Uh, that comes out alongside the Contra collection. So Castlevania one through four are going to be in the Castlevania collection. And in addition to those four games, there's going to be four other games that we don't know what they are yet. Hopefully it's going to have games like Symphony of the Night and you know some of the GBA games and stuff and, and things like that. Um, the Contra collection comes with Contra, Super Contra, Super C, and Contra 3. And both of the collections... Oh, and, and the Contra collection also is going to have... Um, the uh, another four Contra games, but we don't know what they are yet. Uh, both games come with a the bonus book, just like the arcade series does. We don't have a price listed yet, but I'm going to guess that it's going to be twenty bucks each. Uh, so if you want to get all three of these collections, which would be 
uh, 24 games, that would be 60 bucks. And I think that's probably a pretty good deal, especially for the, for the, the second two that are coming out early summer. Uh, you know, I maybe pass myself on the, on the arcade one, just because playing arcade games on a not arcade just never really holds up. But, but the other games I'm very, very excited for. Uh, so, you know, let me know what you guys think of those. Uh, the last story that I want to talk about today is I, I mentioned this a while ago, maybe not a while ago, maybe a week ago or so. Um, there was a uh, Funcom had announced or, or had not announced, but had it had leaked that Mutant Year Zero was coming to the Nintendo Switch. We weren't sure about it. Uh, now we're sure about it. It's been this was unveiled at uh, GDC. uh the Epic Games keynote uh, in San Francisco, they mentioned that Mutant Year Zero Road to Eden is coming to the Nintendo Switch. It's coming out on June 25th. If you want to know more about that game, either watch my YouTube video about it, or you can go back a couple episodes and find out more. And if you need to like search the show notes or something, just go to runjumpstomp.com and you can search the show notes and find out where the what episode that I talked about Mutant Year Zero. It's a cool game, and um, my only worry about it coming to the Switch is that thing makes my PS4 sound like a jet engine taking off. I worry that it's, and I have a PS4 Pro, I worry that, uh, like, what it's going to do on the Switch, but like I said, only time will tell. Uh, I'm excited to have a game like that that you can take on the go, because that's really the kind of the perfect, excuse me, it's the perfect type of game to play on the go. People in the industry say Nintendo simply has the best game. All right, that's it for the show today. But before we get out of here, I just want to mention uh, again that I've got a brand new podcast. It's me and Lloyd from, he's from Nintendo Pulse. And he and I are doing a brand new podcast all about Google's brand new uh, uh, um, Stadia video gaming streaming platform. Uh, the first episode came out late last night. We recorded it, uh, and then I edited it and posted it late last night. I uploaded it. We, like, if you want to check it out, go to anchor.fm slash StadiaCast, and that's S-T-A-D-I-A cast. Or you could just go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows, and you'll see it there. It's also got a brand new YouTube channel. And the reason for that is because I, I think because it's Lloyd and me, we want to do something that's separate from both of our stuff. So it's not my stuff. It's not his stuff. So it's got a, a, a brand new uh, YouTube channel. And right now there's zero subscribers because I just made it today. I made it uh, on my lunch break uh, and I uploaded uh, the video version of our of episode one of the podcast and that is stadia cast on youtube so uh go out there and subscribe to it we would really really appreciate it and um make sure that you you know like and and subscribe and click the bell and all that other nonsense but uh we're pretty excited for what's happening with uh with google's uh stadia because i think that it could be amazing now uh, we got that out of the way. If you want to become a part of the community, there's a billion ways to do it, but the best way is to join the Discord. 
Head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live and be part of the community there over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You can get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can reach out on Twitter at runjumpstomp, or you can use the Anchor app and call and leave a voicemail, which I will play on the show. Uh, Just get the Anchor app and you can figure it out. You're smart people. Uh, If you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, I already told you this, but I'll tell you one more time. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, The music from today's show is from Tom Winter. Make sure you check out his stuff over at runjumpstomp.com slash music. I am out of here and I will see you guys. Oh my gosh, I almost forgot. My son has a Taekwondo tournament on Saturday. So there is a good chance that there won't be a Saturday show. I'm just letting everybody know ahead of time. That's out of my hands. We're going to be out of town for the Taekwondo tournament. So we're going to drive a couple hours there, a couple hours back. And uh, so probably no Saturday show. However, you know, just like last time, uh, if, well, not just like last time, I didn't do another show. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. But no Saturday show this week, as far as I know. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.